You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. Hey guys, I have missed y'all. I hope you have missed me. Justin has been holding it down. He's changed his hair while I was away. I didn't even notice, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, away because I had a little vacay and then I was also sick and then I was in Vegas covering Summer League and also WNBA All-Star. So I've been a little busy bee. Um, <clears throat> and it's prevented me from being here with y'all. But Justin, as I know, has been holding it down. Y'all got like a whole breakdown of like the Warriors offseason moves. I couldn't have helped with that conversation anyway because I don't know nothing about them new boys. So I, I know Justin <laughs> held it down. Thank you for that, Justin. Um, but I'm back. I'm back. And I'm here with Justin, and we're going to talk about Draymond and Jordan Poole. <laughs> That's what we're here to talk about today. Oh, man. This wasn't planned for us to talk about this today. You know, we could have been meeting to talk about Steph and golf, to be honest, right? That's probably what mm. we should be talking about. But instead, we're talking about this fucking guy, Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> And Jordan Poole, who is no longer a member of the team Mm. because of Draymond. Um, And yet somehow we're talking about a situation that occurred almost a year ago because Dre has diarrhea of the mouth. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. And first, let me just say this before we start, okay? Because y'all already know Justin's going to have a, whether we sort of agree or not, we know Justin's going to express it differently than me. Um, y'all already know that. Let me just tell y'all from now, I don't give a fuck if you agree <laughs> with me. Okay. Um, I am not here to coddle anyone. I am not here to express opinions that are only pleasing to you. I am not here to only praise the team. And that includes Stephen Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like if I have yeah. opinion, I'm going to express it. So y'all been coming at me all day on Twitter. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. And talking about who's a fan. First of all, first of all, I don't really do this that often because it's like whatever. But yes, I'm a fan of the team first. That that's how this all started. That's why we have this podcast. It is a fan podcast. But I'm also a member of the media. Okay. So like when y'all just act like I'm some nobody who knows nothing, that's unwise. Okay, I'm not just speaking from a place of like a fan and being passionate. And what I'm just going to simply say is y'all don't know everything. And no, I don't know everything either, but I know more than y'all. 
Okay. So like, stop this, this trying to paint Jordan Poole as this awful person, because that's not what it is, but we going to get into that. But just know that I don't give a fuck about what you think. Okay. Like if I was worried about that, then I wouldn't be in this business. Okay. So my opinion is my opinion. And it's fine if you disagree with me. I'm not, you know, a lot of times people reply to me on Twitter. They're like, nah, you know, I normally agree with you. I don't care, but thank you. I appreciate that because you don't have to agree with me. I, I'm not upset if you don't agree with me. All I ask is like, if you want to talk to me and go back and forth with me, like just be respectful. You know what I'm saying? And we can go back and forth. And if you adamantly, passionately disagree with me, that's all good. I don't care about that. Me and Justin don't even agree on everything. And we do a podcast together. So, um, you know, I, I think my position on Draymond has been pretty consistent for the whole for the whole season, for the whole year. When this all first started, I actually wish I wasn't right about this because I said this is a big thing. I don't think it's I, I, I think that the, the relationships are reparable, which clearly it is. Mm-hmm. I, I did not think it was something that they could actually overcome, but I hoped for it. I never really thought it was dead. I never thought any of that. Never, ever. Justin can tell you, he can verify. If you have not been listening to the podcast all season, he can confirm. This was always my position. There's no deviation from me, okay? So we are here now. Jordan Poole is chilling in DC. He's working out. He's declining questions about Draymond. He has removed all signs of being a member of the Warriors, which actually hurts me. That hurts my heart. He's removed all signs, even winning a championship from his Instagram. And this dude, Draymond, Podmond, (laughs) gets on a fucking podcast with this other dude, fucking Pat Beverly, you know, these two want to have alternative careers and shit. Another and, and, and create content, and they bring back up this bullshit. They bring back up this 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 altercation that occurred at the beginning of this season. Okay, mm-hmm. that we're all trying to like not talk about anymore and move on, right? So when these people come and they're in my mentions, like, do we have to keep stop talking about it? I don't know. Ask Draymond. How many? fucking times if you're gonna bring it up how many fucking times and don't tell me it's because he was asked a question don't tell me it's because he was asked a question because when draymond doesn't want to answer a fucking question he doesn't answer the goddamn question i was so ready to be done with this whole thing or he's even... flex or whatever <laughs> you know what i'm saying so that's yeah. a fucking cop out and not only that but now he wants to enter new information into the equation Now it's a different version of the story. Now it's alluding to Jordan Poole having said something that Mm. caused him to react in that way. And that's all the way fucked up. Mm -hmm. That's all, like, why do you want to continue to disparage Jordan Poole? Oh, I know the answer. See, that's a rhetorical question. I know why. Because you were trying to make yourself look good. Mm-hmm. You're trying to flip the narrative for sure. And you're never going to tell us what Jordan said. You know why? Because it will never make you look good. Because anyone with a fucking brain knows nothing was said to you that was that crazy that warranted you fucking punching your teammate. 
Facts. Facts. It's that clutch. It's that clutch coming out right there. So, that being said, that being said, I don't even know if that was my opening argument, but Justin, this is what I want to ask you. I want to hear what you have to say, but this is what I want to ask you. Because something I'm tired of hearing is teammates fight all the time. <laughs> this happens all the time. Happens all the time. Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to say this, and I don't care if y'all think I'm judging you. If y'all are fighting with people you care about this much, you're in fucking dysfunctional relationships and you should seek therapy for it. Like, let's not continue to normalize toxic behavior, okay? Mm -hmm. And I understand, you know, I talked about this earlier today on Brother From Another because I understand all the shit with men. I mean, I'm not a man, so I, I don't mean it as like I understand because I'm a man, but I understand like how you have to be careful with the words because men, y'all sort of have like different rules you go by and, you know, like, God forbid, you know, I, one time I said, like, you know, Jordan Poole's victim. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, it's like you're emasculating him when you do this. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't have time for this. I'm an adult. I'm a grown up. OK. And I'm also a fucking lawyer. OK. And I look at this. And by the way, my background is I am an employment lawyer. So when y'all come to me and fucking ask what 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 what's my credentials to be talking about something like this because i am actually fucking skilled and have years of experience and training on dealing with workplace conflict and management and shit like this so when i say they fucking fucking mishandled and mismanaged the situation i'm not just saying that because it's my opinion it's because i literally for a living was paid to come in and deal with issues like this Mm -hmm. And they did not have anyone help them manage this. They didn't bring in anyone. They, what the fuck makes them qualified to handle a situation like this? That they've been in the NBA before? That Steve Kerr is great with players? No. It was poorly mismanaged. And that includes staff. I'm sorry. Yes, it includes staff. It's the whole fucking organization, okay? So we're going to get into that. But when y'all want to come at me, you know, like, oh, I'm just some deranged fan. No, I'm not. I'm a media member. I'm someone who talks <laughs> to people on the team. I actually ask them questions. Okay. And I'm also someone who was an employment lawyer for years. It was my job. This is what I did for a living. Okay. And so, and I don't want to hear the MBA is not like other jobs. Yes, it fucking is. It's still a job. This still occurred in a workplace environment, okay? It, it, it still is. There's still people. They're still humans. And just because they're NBA players doesn't take the human element out of it. Someone got punched. Someone got punched. And what all of you were saying is the person who got punched, who is younger, by the way, who is the 23-year-old or however old he's in such a situation, should be more mature than the 30-year-old. And he should, like, let all of that go and work it out. Mm. We would never say that. Well, actually, some of you would because you have issues. But we would never say this if it was a man and a woman, right? And a man hit someone. You wouldn't say the onus is on the woman, right? We, we, we wouldn't say when someone is assaulted or hit that the onus is on the person who got assaulted, who got punched, to have to like swallow this all up and deal with it and be okay. 
It is impractical what you guys are saying. You wouldn't do it if it was you. Let me tell you something. You could be my cousin, yo. And if you punch me, I may not fuck with you again. So y'all want people to do things you would not do. And that's always been my issue with the situation. So bringing it back full circle, Justin, because I've been talking for a minute. <laughs> I've been talking for a minute, but this shit has me so aggravated. I want to ask you, is this a regular occurrence? Because every time someone says that, it annoys the shit out of me. And we also heard Kevin Durant say, no, this is not normal. So who's telling the truth? Who's telling the fucking truth, Justin? <laughs> normal in the sense that like, you want to accomplish something other than losing in the playoffs early? No, it's not. Have I been on teams where players have fought each other? Yes. Have I been on teams where players have fought our coach? Yes. But were those teams ever good? No. <laughs> so in that sense, it is not normal. If you're a championship team and you're competing for something like greater than yourselves and your individual agendas, this type of stuff doesn't happen. Right. And then the age gap, the experience gap, the guy who was supposed to be the leader on the team, you know, we've already talked so much about why this situation is just it doesn't make sense, right? You don't punch somebody who's almost 10 years you're, um, you know, younger than you. Unless you're a bully, you do. Unless you're a bully, a weirdo in some in some capacity. Like, it was just goofy all, all the way around. And then to kind of double down on it in a way where you're trying to justify it almost. Like, yeah, he says some stuff to me. There's some things you just don't say to another man. Like, bro. Like, Word. On, like call them a bitch? <laughs> right. <laughs> Which like, call them a bitch? Right, which you did and then got yourself suspended. I mean, like, I've been one of the Draymond on-court supporters for a while, you know, and, like, objectively speaking, I'll still support him as a basketball player. But other than that, he's very much, like, goofy, for for lack of a better term. Like, he just doesn't know how to conduct himself very well. It's kind of it's kind of sad and annoying considering like he is one of my favorite players as a player, but like the stuff that he does off the court makes it so tough to support him in these situations and to go on Pat Bev's podcast. I think that's what it was. Pat Bev's yeah. another goofy. First of all, I hate Pat Bev, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he went on Paul George's podcast and they didn't ask him no goofy shit like that. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just it's just dumb. Like, why why are we still bringing this up? I literally opened my Twitter feed today and saw that this was a topic, and just rolled my eyes. And I was just like, I guess I'm not gonna be on Twitter today because I just don't want to talk about this shit no more. But he's bringing it up. Like, why is this still a thing? And then you're adding. He was asked. Justin, he was asked. <laughs> I mean, like he's like Jordan. Like you said, Jordan was asked plenty of times, and he just deflects and goes to the next thing, doesn't even acknowledge it. And that's what they should be doing at this point. Like it's it's happened almost. I was a year told ago. there's two different people, and Dre should be able to say his piece on this, as though he hasn't said his piece on it thirty thousand times already. He had a fucking TV special <laughs> on this shit. Like, like, bro, you've already talked about this shit enough. Like, just stop talking about it, move on, and and let it be that you're always going to be viewed as the bad guy in this because you are. You literally punched your young teammate who viewed you as a leader and a mentor and all these other things, a big brother, you punched him in the face in the middle of practice and they got out and everybody saw it. Just leave it at that. Like, <laughs> there's but no how more. do we not get the irony in Draymond, who talks the utmost trash, 
and who some would say crosses lines. Exactly. Talking about, oh, there's just some lines. Like, come on. Yeah. You sound soft. You sound, you sound soft. <laughs> Sensitive. It's like, can you, you, you can dish it, but soft. you can't take it. You, you can, yeah, pretty much. Because the only people that I've seen Draymond hit, I don't know what he did before he became an NBA player, but since he's an NBA player and the things that we know about and the things that are reported about, he punched a college student, yeah, yeah. which had to be settled. And you punched Jordan Poole, who is a lot younger than you and nowhere near your size. What does that tell me about Draymond? Because hmm. I heard you and Tristan had a whole altercation. And now you buddy-buddy with a dude who I heard mm. sunned you. Smacked you. Smacked. And you ain't lay hands on him. Mm. So what am I supposed to take from that, Justin? That he, he needs professional help, probably. <laughs> to be honest. I don't know if he already has some type of therapy set up or something like that, but he, he's, he's too old for this. He's he's already been too old for this for about 10 years now, but he's definitely too old for this at this point. And Bro, you're not going to tell me that Stephen Curry woke up this morning, Steve Kerr woke up this morning, that Mike Dunleavy woke up this morning and were happy that this has all transpired. Okay. Because they're going to have to address it. Right. They're at some point, they're mm. going to have to address it. The media is going to ask them about it. And then there's the Chris Paul comment that he had. Right. It's like, bro, what are we doing? What are we what are we doing? Now tell we... me, how is this helping? How is this advancing the team unity? Because first of all, we'll, we'll get to Chris Paul in a second. Mm -hmm. Because I, I don't even know how this experiment is going to work. And I don't mean positionally. I mean personality-wise. But right. let's put that to the side for a second. You are trying to portray Jordan to be this person like other dudes on the team still right now who you have to play with don't fuck with Jordan right we know loon fucks with Jordan Everyone. we know wigs fucks with Jordan we saw that Kaminga did a whole heartfelt post to Jordan there are still dudes on this team that you need to rely on who that's their man yeah. That's their guy. That's their brother. Who were all there. Mm -hmm. Who knows everything that transpired. As far as we know, every single person that's still a part of the Warriors organization, except Draymond, fucks with Jordan. <laughs> as far as we know. So it's like, why are you acting so weird, bro? We already know what happened. Like, y'all don't fuck with each other. That's cool. But you don't need to be, like, bad-mouthing a guy that we're clearly still cool with and, like, have love for and stuff like that. Just leave it alone. Just funny. And funny let me dude. tell you what I think really made the punch really crazy. I don't think it's acceptable for him to punch anyone. But he was another member of the core. This is why the way people are talking about pool really irks me. Because they are talking about him. And, again, it wouldn't matter to me well, I don't know that I would have minded if he punched Anthony Lamb, but, sure. but like people are talking like Jordan was some like back of the bench, nobody who wasn't relevant to this team. I saw like this report where it was like an insider said they were never going to break up the core. 
Jordan Poole was a part of their core. And anyone trying to revise history and say otherwise, he's not the original core, but he was a part of the core. He was. And and anyone trying to make it seem like, you know, they're like, Draymond helped them win. Okay, and so did Jordan. I mean, didn't even Steve Kerr coin the term foundational six? The starting five plus Jordan. It's pretty much like that was the new the new core that was established. I mean, now it's Chris Paul, I guess. But I mean, it just it's so like I mean, look, I know people said we were goofy with the Kevin Durant stuff, but at least you sort of got that a little bit because he, you know, he was traded here. He wasn't homegrown. He mm. wasn't drafted. But Jordan Poole was ours. Mm-hmm. He was drafted. Developed. Developed. We watched the glow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then we watched him help this team win. And we watched him help this team keep afloat. And you would think by the way they act about Jordan that Clay Thompson never struggled early in his career. That no other player ever struggled early in their career. You know, it just, like, honestly, to me, it was incredibly disheartening the way people talked about him and and, and were trying to treat him. And, um, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. And then people are just like, oh, but you're, like, disrespecting Draymond. Draymond punched Jordan Poole. Like, y'all are mad about Jordan Poole struggling on the court. Yeah, he wanted to start. He was thinking of himself. He was not the only one thinking of himself. He was not the only one thinking of himself. Draymond was thinking of himself when he punched Jordan. Clay Thompson was thinking of himself when he took all those fucking stupid-ass shots. Okay? And quite frankly, and I love Steph and I love him, but Steph is not even thinking of Jordan's best interest. And that's where that's where the struggle comes in. Because people are like, well, of course he's thinking about the whole team, but no, he's not. Because it's just like you cannot ask someone if 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 Steph's daughter was on a team and got into a fight with another one of her teammates and got punched. He wouldn't be expecting his daughter to make it work. That's what I'm just saying. It's just so crazy to me. But if Steph wants to win, he knows they need Jordan. So he's like, just work it out. And when I say that's not good leadership from Steph, people are like, what is he supposed to do? Be Draymond's father? No fucking leave. Like there are times you just have to take a stance. It is okay if Draymond got suspended. It is okay if he missed the ring ceremony. It's not his first ring ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's also not his first offense. And then y'all wow. put the onus on Jordan to make that decision. Like he's ever going to come back and say, I'm not comfortable with it. <laughs> That's just unrealistic. Or there's things that's just like, you know, you know, what was it? Rick Buecher was saying like, you know, they did everything possible and Jordan just wasn't what like what are you, Jordan is 23. I need to keep saying this. He is 23. Y'all are supposed to be the adults in the room. 
but you're mad that he's struggling to process this? Make it make sense. And this is why I keep trying to say to people when you when people try to be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Teammates always fight. It's <laughs> the the initial attempt to want to minimize this, to focus on the fact that the video got leaked, to focus on everything but the fucking issue. Well, you know, Draymond was like doing everything. So what? That's what he's supposed to do. It's like they put a time period on it. It's like, okay, after like a month, Draymond did that, and now Poole was supposed to be okay. And because he wasn't, and I would even argue it wasn't because Poole wasn't okay. I would argue it's because Poole also was inconsistent and not playing well, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what's really fucked up about this, because this is what I'm trying to tell people. This is not about them taking sides with respect to Draymond being right. This was purely business. Right. Like, I don't know that Jordan Poole would have still not been traded, but I tell you, if Jordan Poole had an amazing season, it would have been a lot more interesting. It would have been a lot more interesting. For sure. And this is why I'm trying to tell people, this is not the way y'all are trying to frame it. One of those contracts was going. Because Lakeup was clear. One of those contracts was going. Y'all think they're so wedded to Dre and Steph. And, and Clay being together, Steph is the only one. He's the only one. One of those three contracts, Poole, Clay, or Draymond was going. And Clay's was the least likely just because of the amount and sort of like the it's season he had. So it was always going to more likely come down to Draymond or Poole. Mm -hmm. Now we know positionally that Draymond is more crucial to the team. And it's because of that, that's what saves him. And that's what gives him this leeway. This is at this point a marriage of necessity. So this notion that he's Teflon and that, you know, <laughs> and that Steph is always going to go to bat for him. And this is about basketball, guys. This is about he's more critical to the team. Yeah, they just have no way to replace his value. Defensively, positionally, like you said, they have no way. Steve Kerr said itself, we're not a championship team without Draymond Green. Is that is that Steve Kerr saying Draymond Green, the player individually, puts us over the top? In a way, yes, but it's also like, yeah, if we lose Draymond, who is going to replace him? There's and no by the way, one. a lot of that was also about contract extensions. The same way they right. did all the oh, Kevin Durant's the best player. player. Yeah. All of that bullshit was about, well, let's stroke this fucker's ego, okay? Right. That's what that was about. So that's why people annoy me with their, oh, you know, but the optics of it were, were awful. Mm -hmm. The optics of it were awful. Yeah, I just, I hate when people would be like, yeah, Draymond can do whatever he wants and all this type of stuff. Like, sure, he's gotten away with a lot, but it's not because... Like you said, Steph is just like, yeah, he can do what he wants because I want him here. It's like we have no way to we have no way to really get rid of this dude and still compete for championships. Like, let's just keep it, let's just keep it real. You know, he's in my opinion, still an amazing basketball player for what he does. He's great at what he does. But at the end of the day, if there's no way to replace even 50% of his value, it's just not smart to let him walk. So it was always gonna be 
based on that, it was always going to be him staying in some capacity, I think. Unless, like you said, they won another championship, went back-to-back, Jordan took some another leap or something like that. Then it would have been like, Or someone okay. else who saw something from Kaminga. If they saw something yeah. that possibly could have allowed them to replace Dre. Or Clay. Or Clay. Yeah. Conversations could have been interesting. Right. Yeah, they say winning winning cures all. Um, I think if they would have somehow found a way to win, then this wouldn't be the same type of topic. Maybe, I mean, maybe if they won and then Draymond was shipped out or something, then yeah. But um, I think the fact that they went out the way they did, the way that they had a season, it wasn't the best season. Um, it was just like, and they immediately was like, yeah, the punch is the reason why this season was like this. It's like, I'm sure it had a huge effect. Y'all just didn't play well enough to to win a championship but now that we hear there's also no that. accountability to the fact that like y'all didn't actually put the right pieces around right it was so cool on the bench well yeah. the whole roster but it, like i will never stop fighting people about this like he you know some people were saying he mentally didn't have what it took to run the second unit it's not a mental fucking thing no it's not that he's a young and player. i mean justin has eloquently broken this down all season about how much Otto Porter was so critical to Jordan Poole. Like they did not have the right pieces around him because Jordan Poole is not like a Sean Livingston. And I don't mean that defensively. I mean the skill set that allowed Sean to go out there and run the second unit, which is different than Chris Paul, but Chris Paul also has a skill set that allows him to go out there and run the second unit. Mm. That's not Jordan's strength. It's not. It's just not his strength. And that's it. So, yes, he looked better with the star- starters. And by the way, Clay Thompson couldn't go out there and do that either. Yeah, never been Clay's game. And even right? Sean. And so that was the problem. So it's just like their their roster had a flawed construction. They hoped that he could do that. Mm-hmm. They wanted him to be able to do that, but he couldn't. And then on top of it, you made it worse because you didn't have the right pieces to support him to do that. For sure. And they, I mean, same way they thought James Wiseman was going to be able to come in and be his pick and roll partner. And they were going to be just so good as a tandem and stuff like that. And Jermichael Green, it just, it was flawed from the start. They had too many um, younger players on the, on the roster who were unestablished and not experienced. And back to your Sean point, Sean had Andre and Draymond in the, in the second unit with him. A lot of those years, it was, it was Sean clay, Andre Draymond, and then usually a fifth David West or something like that. Like, adults like all the way through the roster like they knew what they were going to do they slowed it down and that was the complete opposite with jordan like as good as dante is and i love dante he was kind of like feeding into the jordan play style where it was a lot it was very quick shots it was just like not a lot of slowing down process in the game and that's why they had to put draymond in that second unit um so it just wasn't really built for for them to succeed this season and you know i just hate that they try to reduce it down to just the punch being the reason why they had the season that they had it was a lot of other stuff too but the fact that we keep bringing this punch thing up it just shows like how like unnecessary this whole thing is it should never even happen but now we got to listen to it and hear about it probably forever at this point this is going to be the this, this is going to be part the, of their legacy this is the part, of, part of it this is the incident that split jordan pool from and honestly, it might be the incident that causes the end of this ch- Warriors chapter as we know it, Could you be. know, because <clears throat> I, I just don't think that Dre and these comments are going to go over well with the with with the other guys. 
mm. in the locker room. And it's just like, <clears throat> you keep talking, not you, but we've talked about the fact that you need camaraderie. You need chem- chemistry. You need to like the people that you're playing with. And, and, and everyone's making an assumption that all those players in there like Draymond. I don't think they all like him. I don't. I think they have to play with him. All right. You know, earlier in the year when this happened, you had Roz who reported a lot of the young guys on the team said that they're told to look at Draymond as the leader. They don't understand why. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. She didn't say which young guys, but. Yeah, I don't want to assume, but. I'm not I, I, right. I don't want to assume either, but I'm just saying, but it was plural. It was, and my, my point is, and I've also, you know, like heard before, just in terms of like players who have come through there before and have left, just not fond of him. Right. Even the JaVale, right? I think JaVale was on someone's podcast recently and they asked him about Draymond and he was pretty much given a vibe like, yeah, He's annoying, but like they win. And that was his whole thing. It's like him as a person, him as a teammate, it's like he, he said something like, it's a lot. Like dealing with him, it's a lot. Yeah. But he wins. And it's like, yeah, you got to take that into account. Like it's like when Chris Bosch used to talk about LeBron. It's like, yeah. <coughs> you Even know, it's- Michael Jordan, I mean, I don't want to j- compare Draymond Green and Michael Jordan as a player, but like that leadership style, you're not going to make a lot of friends with it and especially Chris Paul ends up rubbing teammates wrong a lot too that's why the yeah. idea of him and Draymond being on the same team together is really fucking interesting especially when you consider Michael Jordan and Kobe are who they are as players and then it's like Draymond and Chris Paul it's like you ain't Mike you ain't Jordan you ain't Kobe you ain't Steph so you talking to people and leading this in this way sure it has positive value you're not even well. Chris Paul you're not even Chris Paul right you it are a champion, but like value. no one, if they're ranking NBA players, is going to rank you higher than Chris Paul. Nah, no, no chance. No chance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yes, so you I'm have sure the championships, but you're not a better player than Chris Paul. Right, and I'm sure a lot of these dudes be like, "Oh, you're Draymond, bro. You're not. You're not Steph." Even a lot of people have Clay ahead of him all the time. I probably wouldn't, but it's like that. That same. You're not them, bro. So why are you acting like this? And like I said, it has positive value, but it's also kind of like, bro, just relax a little bit. You're doing too much. And he, exactly. He can't really to- he can't really relegate himself. I mean, please, I know that not. people didn't like him, but when Ethan did his whole little expose on Draymond years ago, mm-hmm. he was getting on Clay's nerves too. That's why I'm just like, this is not like a, you know, oh, you know, like a Jordan unique situation. Yeah. And this whole thing where people trying to make a thing of Jordan's trash talk. So what? Draymond is the only person on the team who's allowed to trash talk. There's videos of of Draymond praising Jordan for his trash talk. Exactly. (laughs) You know, someone tried to say to me the other day, like, this was him trying to like, you know, something ride on the backs of like, I said, Jordan has been trash talking his entire life. Like, not just since he came to the Warriors. So no, that is not true. This is just who he is. Facts. And Draymond That's just part of who he is. Just like it's part of who Draymond is. Yep. And Dre knows that. That's why it's so weird that they, they end up going that way. 
Because, like, bro, you know, you know what you're dealing with. When you can't take it, then you can't take it, and you get in your feelings, <laughs> and there's jealousy and other shit at play. Yeah, that's what happened. Because at the end of the day, I mean, Clay still had an additional year, so Draymond knew what it was. It was yeah. him or, or or Jordan. He knew what it was. He knew what it was. And them choosing to do Poole's contract at the time. Yeah. I mean, that and came not engage in extension talks with him. <laughs> that sends a certain message. For sure. So, and by the way, like it wasn't just, when I say it's poor leadership organizationally, it's like, Steph and even Clay, they needed to be like when you hear Draymond talking, he's just like, I'm the one who this and that and that and that. A lot of that's true, but that should also be Steph and Clay. Mm -hmm. It should also be them. And it should be them specifically with Jordan because you need him to be a part of your core. He's a guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he has things from what Steph does and what Clay does. So it's like he needed both of them, not Clay to be being territorial over starting and 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 you know what I'm saying? Like all of that is like and I mean Steph dealt with a little of that with like Monte. And mm-hmm. Steph is just like a different kind of person. But Clay never really had to deal with that. Never. When Clay came into his own, Monte was shipped out. Right. <laughs> so, you know, like they can sit there in front, but there was some of that going on. There was like a, you know, the natural evolution of NBA players and their careers and being threatened by the younger people coming up. So all this constant ridiculing of them not being adults and not being mature. Bro, how are you talking about maturity and this dude keeps fucking getting on podcasts (laughs) and bringing this shit up? Like, I'm sorry, Steph, but you sound crazy talking about maturity and your fucking teammate is Draymond Green. Yeah. You sound crazy. Because Jordan is 23. What the fuck is this man's excuse? He has none. He has none at all. I mean, maybe Steph is trying to get through to Draymond somehow. He ain't doing yeah, so that. That's the other thing. People will be like, you don't know what he's doing behind the scenes. That's the point. I don't care what he's doing behind the scenes. Clearly, what you're doing behind the scenes isn't working, right? And you're the only person who Dre will listen to. It's not anybody else. It's you. Right? So this never wanting to take a hard stance, the not wanting him to miss ring night, the not wanting to take firm lines, you know, like stating, oh, yeah, it was so wrong. And then behind the scenes, kind of not really wanting pool to like, want Dre suspended because he missed ring night. 
that's inconsistent behavior. That's mixed messaging. That means you're saying stuff for the cameras and you're not actually living by that. Because all y'all did was send him away from fucking training camp. Training camp. <laughs> Which he probably didn't even want to be at anyway. But... And people saying like, oh, I mean, if it wasn't ring night, he would have definitely been suspended. That's the that's the issue. Ring night shouldn't have been more important than what needed to happen. And you could have also just suspended him after. That's true. Like, I don't like that, but you could have said, due to what, you know, what ring night is, what kind of like a once in a, not lifetime, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's not something that happens every time. Mm-hmm. We are going to allow him to attend, but he's suspended. Or he doesn't play that game. He's just going to be allowed to attend the ring ceremony. He can't play, and he's suspended for how two games, three games. If KD gets one game for being called a bitch, what does getting hit, what does getting punched fucking get you? Nothing, apparently. And leadership is Steph advocating for that. Leadership is Steph being like, no, Draymond needs to be suspended. Leadership is not putting it on Jordan Poole to let y'all know how he wants it to be handled. That's leadership. And I'm sorry for those of you who clearly don't work in actual jobs that don't understand this. Like, what was he supposed to do? What do you mean? I was like, do you people have jobs? I had to ask that today. Because I don't understand. What do you think fucking leadership looks like? On certain days, y'all want to tout Steph is the leader and then when it's time to him to be a leader and step up, you don't want him to lead. Well, I mean, that's a grown man. What can he really do? No. It was Steph who got involved in the Katie Dre stuff, right? Mm-hmm. No one then was saying, oh, it's between two grown men. He had to get involved in the situation. Yep. Just like this situation demanded, he get involved. And they were too worried about not isolating Draymond and not isolating Poole. But there, this was not one of those situations. There's a clear line here. One person was wrong. Period. Period. And their, their, their ambivalence with wanting to not just state it publicly, but also walk that line behind the scenes That's why no one is going to feel comfortable in that situation. If you're a young player like Jordan, are you going to feel comfortable being like (laughs) suspend this dude who's helped bring, you know, four championships to the organization? Is that what you're going to feel comfortable saying? Knowing that it's going to make the situation worse. Of course not. Even if he wasn't the suspension. Like, if he just came out and said, like, look, I really don't like him. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to fuck with him again. Yeah. Is he going to feel comfortable saying that? Is that going to be received well? <laughs> he would have got killed <laughs> if he said some shit like that. <clears throat> the adults in the room failed. The adults, the leaders, the people who needed to handle this situation properly, they failed. 
-hmm. And then instead of taking accountability for their failure, they traded him, which to me, I didn't even need. Dunleavy shouldn't have even done all the bullshit. Like, oh, like, bro, we all knew what it was. We all knew it was likely for Jordan to be traded. So you ain't even have to do all that fake shit. Mm -hmm. It wasn't necessary. It wasn't. You are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. But you did all of that. Y'all trade him. And this is how Draymond repays y'all for keeping him. He goes on a podcast and he talks about Jordan Poole. And then he brings up the new guy who y'all just got. Who, by the way, y'all have to still convince to come off the bench. <laughs> he said, yeah, I know I said I ain't like the dude. Never said I like him now. <laughs> wow. Crazy statement that he just absolutely did not have to make at all. <laughs> like, it's no, like you, you literally didn't have to say that, bro, at all. Like, I really don't get that. I really don't get that. And you're and all that's feeding into Pat Bev shit because you know he don't really like Chris Paul either. So that's what I'm saying. Like these are on, two bro. of the most nonsensical people in the world put together with no one monitoring the fucking situation. <laughs> right. Like, do Steph even rock with Pat Bev at this point? Probably not. I mean, he might a little bit, but that's just man. Man, oh man. What is it, July still? I'm just praying that all of this goofy shit is done by October. It's not gonna be gone. I know, I know the Jordan and Draymond thing's not gonna be gone. I just the the Chris Paul and Draymond thing, I just hope it just did not turn into what happens to the day when 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 Dre tries to say some crazy shit to Chris Paul and he's like, Ninja, I ain't Jordan Poole. Right. Right. (laughs) the man said to a reporter are you on the coaching staff or whatever he said to her like uh like (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) he's an absolute douche he is (laughs) he's an absolute douche literally so we already know at some point there's going to be something we just hope it's like they bumping heads yeah we just we just hope it's constructive and not destructive. Like they both think in, they know everything. They both think they're the smartest people in the room. Mm-hmm. And like you alluded to earlier, like this is where Steph has to come in and legitimately draw lines and make sure everybody's on the same accord because he cannot play both sides with any type of situation with Draymond anymore because it's led to more destruction than it should have at this point. And I mean, you can argue like if he, like you said, say, look, this is unacceptable for our team, our organization. There needs to be some type of punishment in place or not even punishment, but like there needs to be some type of, um, you know, action in place to deal with these type of situations. Because if we just let it linger and stay in this gray area, then we're going to get more and more situations like this, which we have at this point. Like how many more do we have to deal with? Like 
And now the foundation is set for potentially another one to happen with him and, and Chris the Paul. Dummies on Twitter are talking about, I can't believe y'all are blaming Steph. Y'all are idiots. And honestly, it's like for me, that's not what I'm saying. Do y'all understand what enabling is? Right. Enabling means you are fostering and creating an environment that allows for something to happen because you are not nipping it in the butt. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not Steph's fault, but Steph is missing an opportunity to dead the whole thing. Like just kill it. You know, he's had opportunities before to just like be done with it. And like you said, it's, I guess a lack of drawing a line is just like enabling the behavior to continue. And it's, I mean, it's not just Steph, but organizationally. And I've said that. (laughs) Right. He's the, he's the franchise guy. So he's the face of it, but it's definitely organizationally Joe, Bob up to this point, Steve, um, everybody. But, you know, Steph is his teammate. He's the guy who he listens to the most. I mean, him and Bob, I think until Bob left were the two guys, there were two Draymond guys, but neither one of them stepped up enough to draw that line with Dre. Um, I guess, I don't know, out of fear of losing him emotionally or whatever it is, they just didn't do it. And now we have multiple situations where. What they need to do is call that ninja's fucking bluff because you know what? He ain't have nowhere to go. And I've been saying that. Everybody, oh, oh yeah. they might lose him. He wasn't fucking going nowhere. Yeah, he wasn't going nowhere. He wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> and they better than me because I wouldn't have offered him more than 20 million in three years. That's it. Go get it from somewhere else. <laughs> Go get it from somewhere else. Yeah. Because to me, that's what you get in terms of like, you've cost us so much. So that's the trade-off. For me. But mm-hmm. they different people than me. Because people are just like, oh no, he's gonna go. where is he going? Yeah, he was never going anywhere. And the, the people like, see, see, because he gets on Pat Beth's pot and says, Oh, he had all kinds of offers. Sure he did. <laughs> Who? Tell us the teams. Who are the teams? Right. As soon as free agency was open, he signed with Golden State. First announcement of free agency. <laughs> where where was he going? He said Rich Paul, though, like told him like loyalty and all this stuff, man. I I, I can't believe how slow some people are that y'all are eating this up. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. People wanted the man to get three years, a hundred million. That fourth year would have been a damn team option for me. Yeah. Team. Yeah, like the Chris Paul one, partially guaranteed team option. Um. So it's like, I I just don't, you know what I'm saying? But that's what I mean. It's like all these things, you know. They're like he took a a a pay a pay cut. What? They were they were negotiating against themselves. <laughs> what fucking pay cut? No <laughs> one else was paying him this. He got four one one hundred right, four years one hundred. Yes, but it's backloaded because in the first in the earlier years it's lower. So it's like, oh, he took a pay cut to help out the team. What fucking pay cut? I wouldn't have given his ass more than twenty million anyway. <laughs> Oh man. So yeah. So that's Draymond. That's Draymond. And uh it's gonna be interesting now to see what's gonna be said after this. 
because at some point the question like they can avoid it right now because nothing's happening Mm -hmm. but it's going to be asked it's going to be asked now they can try to avoid it kirk and be like oh listen we're like moving you know yeah he's on twitter he's on twitter going back and forth with jordan Poole's dad and then attempts to fat shame him like which is crazy and i know people are gonna say well his father called him a bitch but like he did but there's just also <laughs> like draymond's mother got on twitter and said lots of crazy things and i never not me personally but i always told the people who would talk back to crazy like y'all gotta stop that that's somebody's mother right and for you, Draymond, who can't even necessarily keep your own body in check, talking about you can't be missed at the arena. Come on. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is goofy. It's corny. It is. What you expect the parents to do? You, of all people, should understand this man on Twitter because your mother used to be all over Twitter going at people on your behalf. And, and what do you do? So you could have elected to just ignore the father. You know, people say we're talking about, oh, Jordan needs his father by his battles. Come on, have y'all, do y'all have parents? Because y'all can't have parents. Right. Y'all don't, because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I remember, so we were trying to, we were supposed to have a guest on Brother from Another and something happened at the very last minute and the guest, like, there was like technical issues or something, but they couldn't do the show. But it was like someone pretty big and I was like sort of disappointed by it. And my mother was like, why did, why did that person do this? No, I'm not watching that person's show anymore. I'm not, you know, <laughs> and I'm dying because I'm like laughing. I'm like, mom, it wasn't intentional, it was an accident. And she's like, no, why, how, how dare that person do it? You know, and she was just so, th- these are what parents do. Right. I mean, it's like, what, what is he supposed to do? Kevin Durant's mom was up on first take telling Stephen, checking Stephen A. Smith. Like, what do y'all think this is? These are parents. And they they were quiet. His family remained quiet. The The only person who ever even said anything was like one of his boys. Yeah. And he wasn't even really saying much. He was just like liking certain tweets. Like when people were like, there's no coming back from this or whatever, just like liking them. Like his camp was staying quiet. Yeah. And up, up to this point, his dad is the only person still who's really said anything. I'm sure. I mean, I think his friend said something like earlier today, but yeah, but his friend wasn't, he's just like, yo, it's crazy the way like he's trying to depict it. Yeah. Because like we were tight. We used to hang out. We used to do this, you know? And someone tweeted like, um, man, you could tell Pooh's hurt by this. I said, Draymond's hurt by it too. This is the thing. Like, he's trying to act all hard. He keeps talking, but he's more hurt by it than anyone else. Yeah. You could say it. You, I mean, you can hear it in the, um, the first press conference he did. Yeah. And then, I mean, even when that first, the first press conference he did when he came back, you can hear it in his voice, like he was fucked up about it, because he know it was, he know how lame it was. But for some reason now he's, 
time has passed and he's kind of misremembering it probably. No, he's or not. trying to or trying to paint trying to paint it a certain. I listened to that press conference where everyone tried to say he sounded so you know um, genuine, and then like a few days later, he tried to sort of be like, "Well, you know, I mean, he's been doing this, not wanting to have accountability shit. You know, now that Jordan's gone and he has his contract all locked up, he just basically thinks he's free. This, this all this Dre's lack of self awareness. I'm like, stop saying this. This is not a lack of. This man is a narcissist. It's not a lack of fucking self-awareness, okay? Like, it's not. It's yeah. not. And when I say he's hurt, I don't know how much of that is like, I'm really hurt about losing my relationship with Jordan versus I'm hurt because, like, now people look at me differently and I've lost some of my standing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not necessarily saying, I'm just saying because that's how narcissists are. It's, it's, it's not really about the other people. This is a man who always wants to make everything about him. In true clutch fashion. So it's just like, you know, <laughs> you know, people are not going to like what I say. They're going to be like, who are you? And no, I'm not a therapist. I'm not qualified to diagnose him as such, but he exhibits narcissistic tendencies. So that's my opinion. And, um, you know, it's just, it's really sad. It's a really sad, to me, it's a sad time in, in, in Warriors and their legacy. You know what I'm saying? Because if they don't go on to repeat this year, you right know ownership ain't like still keeping them together. You know, it's going to be Steph and then whatever. And, but it's just unfortunate because that was really the beginning of the end, right? Like it was immaculate fucking vibes, yo. Yeah. It was immaculate fucking vibes. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm not convinced, you know, it's like, okay, Steph is doing this golf shit. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, you know, because to me, that that Chris Paul presser is not an indication that things are about to go smoothly. Yeah, that and the Draymond stuff. It, well, now this. And you have to imagine Chris Paul's like, the fuck is this bullshit? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, not well, even just... Definitely. Not, like not even just, like, his stuff. But, I mean, you know he's probably like, the fuck is this bullshit? Mm-hmm. Cause you remember when um the was the French center? He's French, right? The Rudy one Gobert. Chris Paul, huh? Rudy Gobert? No, no, the one who he used to play with. Maybe he's not French. The guy he used to play with on um the Rockets. Who was their center? Capella. There you go. Is he French? I don't think he's French, no. My bad. Okay, Capella. Where where's Capella from? Uh, we can look it up. I think he like from. Okay, well, you tell yeah. me. Yeah, I'll you look you. it up and tell me. But when Capella was just like, "Yeah, we want the Warriors," and did you see how Chris Paul was just like, "Why are you saying this?" You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, <laughs> I know Chris Paul's like, "Yo, why the fuck are you saying this?" <laughs> He's Swiss, by the way. My bad. Close enough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> We're not ignorant like that. Like, no, like, no, I'm just playing. 
But yeah. you know, Chris Paul knows. Chris Paul knows. Like, just there's no need to say certain shit. Exactly. Yeah. There's no need to say certain shit. He's a like you're guy. trying to get back. You know. Y'all are trying to, and that's what I'm saying. Honestly, if you're, if I'm a young guy, I'm laughing at you, dudes. It's like you're making a mark. You're telling me, you know, we need adults, and you know, and 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 Draymond continues to throw jazz. It's gonna be good to interact with an adult again. You know, it's like the fuck, y'all like this. this? Oh, this ninja is ballsy. He's ballsy. <laughs> yeah, he's not the adult in the room, so. It's like, if I was young, I'm just like, I'd be like, what? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'd be rolling my eyes at stuff. I got to be like, okay, okay, 30. Yeah. Who who exactly is the adult in the room? <laughs> Who's the adult we're supposed to be listening to? The one who has diarrhea of the mouth and punches <laughs> us? <laughs> the one who don't say anything Clay Thompson and then I'm just waiting for that situation when it's the, it's the small lineup and Chris Ball's on the court and he thinks he should have the ball but Draymond thinks he should have the ball because <laughs> at the end of the day we know 30 just going to be running around I'd hope Draymond isn't that dumb. Um, Why he was that? I mean, he didn't think that KD needed the ball. So, <laughs> in that particular situation, I don't know. He was going to pass it back to KD. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, he's gonna pass it back. <laughs> KD was. Nick on the Draymond versus KD, I'm not gonna take KD's side ever because no, bro, I'm not taking KD's side, but he he was not gonna pass it to him. Like we don't. You don't think he's gonna pass it the ball? No. <laughs> <laughs> right after that, the man went over there and yelled at him and called him a bitch. He, he was about to that we didn't need you. Court. I've been doing this. Like he was not <laughs> passing him the ball. Yeah, you were bitch. Ray is so wild, man. And, so wild. and I defended it. I defended it. I didn't defend him calling him a bitch, but I was, was just like, though. yo, people just took a KD shit because he's like letting this stuff linger and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, no, it's not cool for, for Dre to call him a bitch. But, you know, like, I get why he was upset. <laughs> he was acting like a bitch. <laughs> he was acting like a bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, come on, he wasn't going to pass him the ball. Oh, no, I think he's going to. Draymond don't want to shoot the ball at the end of the game. I'm telling you that. Well, he might, but he... <laughs> he don't want to shoot the ball, but he wants to control and make the decision. And Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not excusing. I know KD used to be clapping for the ball and want it. I'm not saying that he should have had it, but I'm just saying. Like, if the man didn't think, like, Kevin Durant should have the ball over him, please, you don't think he's going to sun Chris Paul? A dude... Who he didn't even like and probably still doesn't like. <laughs> <coughs> Don't let Chris Paul start getting more shine. Might get nasty. Might get nasty. No, I mean, you know, I know you've already broken down what this may look like, so we don't need to revisit it, but 
I'm cautiously optimistic about the personality dynamic, but I do acknowledge that it's potentially, you know, it's some potential for it to be a little, a little weird at certain points. You are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Rudy Gay is available now. You interested? Yeah, I am. I am. I think he's a guy who can provide spacing and size. You know, he's older. He's not the athlete he used to be, but I think he can fill a very specific role. And he should be a guy who comes in and isn't like crying for Kaminga's minutes, you know what I mean? Because I think it's super important that the 14th and 15th spot they fill aren't guys that are going to compete with Moody, with Moody and Kaminga for minutes because those two guys are young, dynamic players that they need to grow and, and cultivate to ultimately raise their ceiling. Um, so I'm interested in Rudy, for sure. His numbers look okay. His, his impact numbers look fine as a role player, so... Be good. Well, our friends over at um, Warriors Reddit, actually the the CBA account, so you know, but of, of Warriors Reddit, but they think that the Warriors should not consider Rudy Gay and um, should wait for like a Gallinari. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, Gallinari. Gallinari. There you go to get wave or become available. I would rather have Gallo. I think he's closer to his prime than Rudy is for sure. But they're same type, right? Big four, like a big wing that can shoot, do other things. Gallo's a little bit more, um, uh, he's just close to his prime, better passer, all that type of thing, better shooter, all that type of stuff. So, there have been reports of JTA coming back. I do not want that. How do you feel about that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm cool off JTA at this point. Um, <laughs> from a vibe standpoint, I'm rocking with Juan T. Uh, but if they it want to grab, the 15th spot, maybe, but it's not so right. Maybe the 15th spot, even though I do want them to get another center, um, just for more insurance there. But cool off JTA. Cool off There's JTA. another old friend they, they talked about bringing back, one who's been out the league for a couple of years, been out of the league. What's his name? What's the guy? One of the Warriors fans was going crazy over when we first lost him after that season. And he's out of the league now? Yeah. Well, come on. You know his name. <laughs> what year was that? That Steph everybody was out. 2020? Oh, Marquise Chris. No, not Chris. Not a center. Not a center. What was he, a forward? Oh, Glenn Robinson the third. There you go. <laughs> GR3. GR3. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him when he was. I mean, that season was just like so terrible. But ah, I'm good off that. If they're going to bring in any more wings, the wings need to be like six nine. Like it needs to be like I said, Rudy Gay. How tall is GR three? He like six six. He's just athletic. I mean, he was just really athletic. He was never really. He was never really super tall. Um, I think they were talking about bringing him like to training camp or something, right? Yeah, that's cool. They bring in Jerome Robinson back for camp too. They just, I mean, the camp signings are just like, let's have bodies to play against our dudes. But those last two spots, I think, should be 6'9 and above. 
six, eight, at least. I don't think they're filling the 15th spot anytime soon. So oh, good. definitely not anytime soon. But I think just in general, even when they do fill it, well, it really should be positional need. But I think at that point, they will still need a big, most likely. All right. Well, it won't be tonight, but you and I have to talk about what we think this team can and will be. I know that you've uh, done it with our friend Claytheus, but mm-hmm. good old Charlie. But um, old Charlie. we have to talk about that at some point. But right now I needed to get this off my chest. So let's see what kind of hate reactions I receive. <laughs> it's going to be, you know, it's going to be really interesting that first game. When Jordan comes, it was already going to be a TV game, but now it's going to just be because of oh, this yeah. whole shit. Oh, yeah. So that yeah, will be. I'm a, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be there, but. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. But I, what I'm interested to see is how Warriors fans are going to react. Because, like I said, there was a clip of <clears throat> a month or so ago, probably a little bit longer. It was 95.7 game. I don't know exactly where they were, but they were like somewhere and there were like Warriors fans and like the audience and they just did like a sort of like a, a an, an applause poll, like, you know, scream, make noise, you know, if you want Draymond to stay or go. <laughs> Reaction was pretty interesting. <laughs> and, you know, last year with the ring ceremony, there were some boos for Draymond. Oh, sure. Rightfully so. So I just, I get that pool is on another team now, but I just, I don't get the sense. I know there's some silly Twitter people, but I don't get the general sense that most Warriors fans, like, outside of the Twitterverse, were, like, hating Jordan Poole or Mm -hmm. upset with him. And I do think a lot of people were sad to see him go. And I do think he's beloved, you know, by fans outside of Twitter. And so I'm just, I'm just curious with this all happening now, this recent thing. Um, and I don't know what other networks talked about. I, I assume that ESPN or some shows talked about it. I have no idea, but um, I know we did on NBC Sports. But I just, I don't know. I'm curious to see what the fan reaction is going to be. Same. At that game. Because Draymond definitely has lost some of his cachet, not just like in the locker room, but amongst the fan base. And like there was a long time I thought that may have just been Twitter, but it's not just Twitter. Yeah. At this point, it's it's racked up too much. His rap sheet is too long. (laughs) Yeah. So people were just like, yeah. I think in general, I mean, it's it's cool to have a dynasty that's been gone on for almost a decade. But I do think there's just a section of Warriors fans on Twitter and off Twitter that are just kind of like, all right, I'm ready for the next phase. I'm personally not, but <laughs> but I just feel like that's just as a growing sentiment within the fan base. Like they're just ready to move on from this iteration of the Warriors. I don't I wouldn't say Steph in particular, but like Steph with Clay with Draymond, that whole thing. So I'm not surprised that a lot of people like Draymond's losing his cachet. Even Clay's losing some of his cachet. 
Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I, I, next year becomes interesting regardless, even if they do win, because Chris Paul's contract comes off the books. Potentially. Hopefully. (laughs) They're not staying together. I just don't see this being more than a year marriage, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I just feel like even if they do win and he like wants to stay, it's going to be like, we got to restructure your deal. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's because it's not guaranteed anyway. So there would be no reason for them to be like, yes, let's like, you know, yeah. pay you all of that. So I just, you know, and I, I feel like that's sort of like a, a, um, a, um, why can't I remember anyone's name right now? The one who left and went to Toronto. Auto. I feel like that's like an auto situation where like if you somehow manage to get one year out of Chris Paul where he goes the full postseason and y'all actually win, I don't know that that means it's a run it back thing. I don't. Right. It's right. a thank you for your services and it was great. And it's, it's a value. Day. Yeah. You got your <laughs> ring finally. Right. And because he's also still looking for another deal for a few years. He like he wants to keep playing. I don't think he's expecting like some 40 million deal, but he was clear in the presser, you know, that he still thinks he can play. And people were like, no, they don't need to like offer him that. So, you know, I just, um, uh, you know, I think there's still a potential for either Clay or Dre to get moved next year too. Like when the Warriors have some more flexibility you know, and at that point, like Dre is on a tradable, reasonable contract. Mm-hmm. Clay's big, crazy contract will be off. And I don't know, it might be like news to him, but he's not getting, he's getting a, a deal similar to Dre. Right. I think so, regardless, regardless of the season he has, unless he has like a, some crazy, like, you know, other, I don't expect that to happen. So he's not getting No, it. but I still don't think they're giving him no crazy. I, I think for the Warriors, they're like, you got two years of a deal and you didn't play for us for two years. And from their perspective, not the first year, but from their perspective, like Clay's second injury is on him. You know, like I think there's a feeling that he didn't properly manage mm-hmm. his injury maybe wasn't around, wasn't necessarily taking all the advice. He should have, whatever. But there's a sentiment there that, you know, he on some level is responsible for that second injury. So I like, I just don't see it happening. I think it's like, we're like the Spurs and y'all will have to take lesser pay. The only one who does not ever have to take lesser pay is Steph. And that's it. Yeah. Right. Especially as if he still continues to show, you know, that he can perform. And, you know, I just I think they're going to be monitoring other situations around the leagues. And and if they can get like, you know, younger, but like, you know, another superstar to pair with him. So I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, You have Embiid now talking about, you know, whether I went here or somewhere else. I'm not necessarily a fan of the Embiid thing, but I'm just saying, right? So you have Embiid mm-hmm. who might become a thing. You got to always watch with Giannis because like if things don't go right with the Bucks, you know what I'm saying? So I just, I wouldn't be surprised if there were some moves next season. I wouldn't either. 
there's a lot. I mean, there's always moving parts in the NBA. And a lot of these players want to play with Steph. Yeah. And part of the reason they did this Chris Paul deal is because of like, it was for that reason. They know next year, you mm-hmm. know, so it's like this hopefully gives us a better chance this year to win. It's kind of like a interim, like we're not necessarily saying this is the long-term solution, but for this year, right? you know, it serves a purpose for us. And then now after that, we can start to really like, mm-hmm. you know, make things shake or whatever. So, um, yeah. So I, you know, I am one of those people who's like, sort of like, it's not a clay thing. I just think that like, I'm just not one of these people who feel so strongly like the Warriors can only win with this core in this way. And I just want to see something different. I do. So, yeah, we will see. But we won't see this year. We will see Chris Paul, Draymond Green, Steph, Andrew Wiggins, Loon, and Clay Thompson. So that is, I guess, our new core six. We will see Moody and 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 Kaminga try to be regular rotation pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we got our guy after all that time, Sarge. There are so, some people who had lost hope. Yeah. I'd never lost hope. I knew he was coming. Um, Gary. Oh, Gary. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, GP2. How could I forget you? <laughs> right? And then we got this new new, new guy, Corey Joseph, I hear. Um, Trace ended up looking good in Summer League when he finally did play. Trace? I think Trace going to play in the regular season. Yeah. Pods is probably the only one who's going to be really down in the G League. Yeah. But, I mean, he's his position, he's going to have minutes available throughout the season from guys sitting. So, Who? Pods? Pause. Like when Chris Paul or Steph sits, pause will play. Chris Corey Joseph is going to get a bulk of those minutes, but I think pause will play though. How did you feel about him? I like him. I don't think, I don't think he'll like nineteenth pick. You're just hoping to get uh, like a starter level player. I think if you draft somebody in the first round, you want them to eventually be a starting level player. I don't know if he'll ever be that. But I do think he can be a rotational player. Like he's he's smart. He moves the ball quickly and he moves the ball well. He can handle the ball. He has NBA size. Um, the only thing that didn't, yeah, for a guard, he's about six six five in shoes, with like a little stocky. I mean, you've seen him in person, I'm sure. So I don't know how big he is, but um, I think based on the summer league, what we thought was going to be his immediate NBA skill and shooting didn't necessarily translate in summer league yet, but I think it's eventually going to, because that's what he's been best at all his life, but everything else seemed to be there in some capacity. Like defensively, he's never going to be a stopper. I don't think, but if he can stay on the court defensively, then it allows him to use his offensive (laughs) gifts. So I think maybe next year, the year after that, he can start getting more minutes and, and make it some type of impact. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to trade the pick, to be honest. But now yeah, that we've got him, I'm a, I'm a, you know, always take the opportunity. Just got rid of some guys that I wasn't so sure they should have gotten rid of. So yeah, I I'm, mean, Ryan, yeah, I don't care. But yeah, even though I think Ryan's gonna be a player. I just don't think he's gonna be a player for this 
he wouldn't have he wouldn't not have had the opportunity to blossom into the best version of himself if he stayed in the Warriors. So he'll probably go to the Wizards and end up looking pretty good. And people are going to be like, oh, no, we let him go. It's like he was never going to be that for the Warriors. So Man, listen, I need Jordan Poole to have himself a motherfucking season. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, Jordan going to show out. We already know that. I need him. But I don't want it to be a I'm putting up empty stats. You know, I don't want to hear that talk from people. Mm-hmm. I need the, the the Wizards to be playing team, succeed being there yeah as a washingtonian i kind of want them to tank a little bit then next year be good but (laughs) just because the wizards have been so weak for so long i kind of want them to be in position like one like a detroit like a orlando like a where they got (laughs) multiple like high draft picks and they clearly see a path for contention early, like late later on, but well, they don't get rid of Kuzma at some point, right? They're not keeping him. I don't know. He probably get traded at some point, but I'm I want them to have like a number two pick, a number three pick, a number four pick, all on the roster at the same time. I'm kind of I'm kind of sick of them just drafting the number ten pick every single year. Like it's just kind of weird. I want Jordan Poole to be Could respected be and get his due. Oh yeah. I, want him, to- I want him to make the Warriors regret Dang. trading him or at least have second thought about what they did. True. Yeah, eventually. I want it to be a win-win. That's all I want to say. Jordan, have a great career, win some games, make the playoffs with the Wizards, Warriors win another championship or two. Win-win. That doesn't actually seem like a win-win, but <laughs> I mean, it's a win like as a Warriors fan, but it's not a win-win. It's a Warriors win. And it's like, because Jordan has been relegated to not being able to win championships to going to a team like the Wizards, who hasn't traditionally been like the greatest org, you know, it's not a win. It's a step down for him. In some, in, in that aspect, yeah. In every, in every aspect, the only thing that happens, and if he only gets to put up numbers on a team that never has the ability to do anything, then... That's not a win. So, yeah, no, I can't classify it as a win-win, which is why I need him to have, like, you know, an incredible season, like something that makes other teams better situations want him or that ends up being that, like, he's so good, like Harden was, that, like, a team is like, oh, we can build around him. And in that case, it's a win-win. I mean, Harden never went on to win, but he got pretty damn close. Got an MVP. Got a lot of money. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, all right, it's time to go. Um, Justin, thank you for indulging me. Always, always a pleasure. Justin's so polite. <laughs> He's such a nice guy. You're probably making some woman very happy. Um, Guys, thank you for tuning in. Um, we know it's been a little sporadic around here. Um, and y'all been coming for us on the TL too, talking about, um, we're the pods. So we will, going forward, you should be hearing from us. We're still on a summer schedule, guys. So unless there's like really breaking news, like there was today, or not really breaking news, but something that forces us, you know, you'll be hearing from us once a week. It's not a set day, but you should be getting 
at least one pod a week, you know, because that makes sense. I mean, we can't just force something to talk about. So does that sound right, Justin? That sounds right. Okay. So thank you for being patient with us and sticking with us despite um, some of our inconsistencies, but we back to business. We back to business. So follow us on Twitter at Golden Spaces Pod and Instagram at Golden Spaces Pod. Make sure you're downloading, that you're sharing with friends, that you're telling them about it. Um, We definitely appreciate the support. And even if you're mad at my comments, don't be mad at Justin because he's a good guy. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, I'm a good girl too, but you know, people don't be liking opinionated women. So I don't know what to tell y'all. They be having like some problems dealing with it. So appreciate y'all for tuning in to Golden Spaces, this Odyssey original podcast. We will be back. We will be back. So um, appreciate y'all. Until next time, take care.